Outstanding and uh, Philadelphia, Joel Embiid is playing like the MVP of the league again. And oh gosh, that COVID start for him kind of set him back a little bit. But this dude is killing it. This dude is crushing it, and it's just so impressive. The Flyers are a dumpster fire, <laughs> absolute dumpster fire. And it is hard to watch. I haven't been watching like the last three games. I think they're like 11 or 12 or 13 or 18 game losing streak at this point. But that's Philly. Football was great this weekend. Greatest playoff football I've ever seen in my life. That didn't include my team having a run to go to a Super Bowl or go to a Super Bowl and win or a conference game or anything that didn't involve my team. This was the greatest football playoff weekend of my lifetime. I've instantly become a 72 or 82 year old man. I will stand on this weekend to the end of time, unless something else happens like this, but I doubt anything will happen to bring me the kind of like joy of four playoff games ending in field goals, last second drives, last minute drives, everybody scoring, nobody scoring. It was just outrageous, outrageous. And I'm not going to talk about Philadelphia and our quarterback situation, <laughs> not not yet, I, I, but I, I'll get to it. But first, the Bengals are going to a conference championship game. The Bang- Joe Burrow is like 007. He's just a young pimp. Like he just, yeah, you know I mean, he brought he brought that cigar out in the 8K video. That was the first time we saw the 4K 8K sideline cameras. And the dude, it was so clear, so smooth, it didn't even look real. It looked like it was CGI when he was walking down that hallway, puffing on that stogie and sitting in that chair, talking about, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I swear, that commercial that Beats did with that song, they put all kind of, they had Kaepernick in there, Styles in the crowd. Like That song has been used for a lot of things. But Joe Burrow needs to bring that commercial back and just be like, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Impressive game. They had no reason winning that game. Nine sacks. The Tennessee Titans had nine sacks. They got Henry back. Henry is a beast and a force of nature. That game should have been won by them handily, but they have a Tannehill. A Tannehill. That's the problem. When they say that this league is about quarterbacks, you need a quarterback to win, we're going to talk about it a lot throughout this episode uh conversation with the other teams but man alive if they had a better quarterback they would have blown them out the defense is a monster and people are like oh Vrabel's gotta go the coach I, I i think that's his name i hate all patriots so excuse me if i mess it up i think it's Vrabel. um no it's not his problem the coach has got tennessee rocking and rolling the coach kept them afloat with defense and and short passes while henry was down the coach kept the team together. Tannehill's got to go. 
Tannehill has got to go. He's he's just good enough to to roll through the regular season, it seems like, but he's not a primetime guy. He's not a clutch guy. He's never been. He's a, he's a good quarterback. He'll never be a great quarterback. And that just is what it is. Burrow, this weekend coming up? This, Burrow about to, in the second year, and I hate it as an Eagles fan. I hate seeing young dudes just come in and go right to Super Bowls because then I got to hear about their greatness for the next 20 years of my life. Whoa, they really got there the one time. Shoot. But, man, he looked good. They look good. Chase out there. They got oh, the Bengals out here doing it. But again, not the coach. Titans need a quarterback. That's all they need. All they need is a quarterback. And I trade two, three first round picks to get one. Imagine Russell Wilson in Tennessee. Like people keep saying the Eagles should get Russell Wilson. Imagine Russell Wilson on the Tennessee Titans with those wide receivers and that running game. Oh my goodness. Unstoppable. And that defense. Oh, Russell. I know ain't nothing in Tennessee. <laughs> I know you don't want to be down there. I don't even like to visit. I usually just drive through. Only been there two to three times in my life. Probably not ever going back again unless. Something useful shows up down there. But Russell Wilson should go to Tennessee, Tennessee Titan. But uh, congratulations to the Bengals. Congratulations to the Bengals. If the Bengals mess around and win the Super Bowl, the nation will burn from the inside out. The middle of the country will be set ablaze that will reach each coast because they've been starving like Marvin, girl. I was sitting there watching when they won their first playoff game, and like I said before, my daughter's like, they, they finally won one. I'm like, yo, they finally won one. It's impressive. Joe Burrow is impressive. That was Saturday night's first game. Saturday's first game. Then we moved to the frozen tundra. Sub-zero, minus-zero, Arctic, middle of the ice in your butt crack, just freezing cold outside, whatever you want to talk about. It was mammy-jammy cold out there. It was hard just watching it. It was hard just watching it. The score, 13 to 10, does not tell the tale. Jimmy Garoppolo, again, like Tannehill, think you want to talk about Hurts? He's not good enough. Now, dudes were dropping the ball, and it was cold, but he went like 0 for 14 in the first half. Nobody could catch a ball until like two-minute drive left in the first half. He goes down there and throws interception like he always does in big moments. They win in spite of that man, not because of that man. The defense was balling. The offensive line was blocking. Samuel, who got hurt, it seemed, at the end of the game. Hopefully, he's okay because that wide receiver running back, that dude, he needs two checks. I need two checks. You can't have me running like this, catching like that, screening like this, balling like that. I need two checks. His agent needs to be on it. Come re-up time. I need to run me my money. But the bigger story is Green Bay lost at home again. Now, last year it was, oh, COVID's out there. We can't have any fans, the noise. We don't have an advantage. You think it's home field advantage, but it's not home field advantage. It's not the same as it's been here for years. Stadium packed, green and yellow all up in that piece. I see some red sprinkled in there. I see I, I see some flakes of red. I see a little bit of red, but I'm saying, y'all was rolling deep. Crowd was roaring. Not only roaring, they're roaring in freezing cold weather. I know they're built different. I know they're built for that. And I know alcohol can help. But my goodness, it was cold. And you, Aaron Rodgers, only throw the ball to Devontae Adams. You don't spread the ball around. You didn't target another wide receiver until the third or fourth quarter. That's embarrassing. You only put up 10 points at home. That's embarrassing. You get memed and mocked about not getting your shot, and the first thing you want to talk about as the president of the United States after you lost again to the 49ers is embarrassing. Embarrassing. You've lost four times to the San Francisco 49ers. Inferior, you act like you don't have a good team. Bro, they built up the defense. They got Lefleur. 
They got you, LeFleur. But everybody's a problem, huh? And the day the news is, I'll get back to the game in a second. The day the news is, you take Devontae Adams to the Denver Broncos. Uh, if my math's correct, they're in the same division as Patrick Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. <laughs> you think you, okay, okay. And you got Belichick's defense out there. <laughs> oh, please. Please do. I'd appreciate that. Uh, be very impressive. And for Adams, he should not hitch his career to you. Uh, no one does that. You lost the game on a field goal on a last-second drive. Yeah, the defense didn't help you out, but you didn't help them out. You put up 225 yards. Aaron Jones ran for 129 yards, and you couldn't pull it out. You couldn't get the job done. Had control of the game all the way up until the fourth quarter. You couldn't get the job done. That's just the way it is. You had more for, uh, first downs. Time of possession, you won by a little hair. Both only had one turnover. Had more total yards, and you lost the game to Jimmy Garoppolo. Embarrassing. Jimmy only had 131 yards, 11 for 19. I, I guess he wasn't 0 for 14, like I said. I was hyperbole, people, hyperbole. But, I mean, my goodness. You are an embarrassment, Aaron Rodgers. Imagine being a, a, a Green Bay fan and having two of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, not over 80 years, not over 50 years, back-to-back back in consecutive decades, you've had arguably the top five quarterback, period, end of story. And you've got two Super Bowls, one each to prove, uh, to show for it. Whoo, Nick Foles got Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying, Nick Foles got a Super Bowl. Oh, but y'all lost on that field goal. Another field goal walk-off. Oh, 13-10. Then Sunday came. And all I needed to be happy in life was for Tom Edwards, kiss my son in the mouth, Brady, to lose. I know it's petty. He's a cheater. They cheated us. I don't like him. I never will. It doesn't matter. Not my goat is what it is. Him and Wardell hate the guy. Don't hate him for real for real. Like if he was in the street bleeding out, I'd help him. But I mean, I, it might take me a couple of minutes to get around to the help. But I would eventually as a decent human being. I just look at him and make him suffer first. I said Nick Foles like seven times before I call somebody. One Nick Foles, two Nick Foles, three Nick Foles. Just, you know, because he ain't shaking nobody's hand. You know what I mean? I got to treat him a certain way. But anyway, I could show you the text messages. I might even put it in the show notes. I texted my buddy the night before. I said, Tampa Bay is going to get blown out. They don't have any cornerbacks. All they have is a defensive line. Their offensive line has two injured players on it. They only have one offensive weapon as a threat well, two, Gronk and Evans, they're going to get blown out, demolished by the Rams. To which, I mean, first quarter, I was uh, texting all my people, doing a victory lap. And I said to my one buddy, he's like, I just didn't think what Tom Brady would go out like this. I was like, well, he has to score on this drive right now or they're going to lose. If he scores on this drive, he can Tom Brady this shit. If he does, if he scores right now, he can Tom Brady this shit. And that's when he went down, took that field goal. And I'm like, dude, they needed a touchdown. But then Akers fumble. I'm on the one yard line. Fumble in the middle of the field. Cooper Cup fumbled the ball. How in the world does Cooper Cup fumble a ball? I don't understand. I don't understand. But he did. And oh my goodness, it was the Falcons Super Bowl all over again. My text is blowing up. People getting back at me. They all up on me. And I'm like, oh God. I know, don't do it. I apologize. I was like, because you just feel like Tom is going to do the Tom thing. And it made me crazy. But I understood it and I got it. And I just was about to accept my fate. 
And then the reason that the Rams traded for Stafford, one of the greatest comeback guys in NFL history, has a lot of comebacks, albeit not in the playoffs. Just a comeback kid, though. Balling out of control at the end of that game. Cooper Cup, how do you let Cooper Cup get open? Okay, let me talk about Cooper Cup real quick. Cooper Cup, people keep trying to give Cooper Cup all this credit. It is Matthew Stafford's credit to be had. Cooper Cup looked like white Megatron. And I know Megatron is Megatron. I know Megatron is Megatron. I know Megatron is Megatron. I'm just saying. Megatron was Megatron with Matthew Stafford. And he retires. So I don't know what he would look like with somebody else. I don't know what he would look like at the end of his career. But all I know is Cooper Cup didn't look like Megatron when Stafford wasn't there. Stafford get there. Now he the white Megatron. You know what I mean? <laughs> he is the white Megatron. I don't care what none of y'all say. He is destroying people out there on the field. You knew they wanted to go to him. And you let it get to him twice. And you let him get that deep. Ooh, OBJ out here balling, doing his little thing, catching a little touchdown, getting a little screen, a little 45 yards. But guess what? He getting touchdowns, though. He getting touchdowns. And the defense, I'm like, is it an all-star game or is it is it a football game? Like, my God, they got so many people. But Ramsey got toasted late by Evans. Oh, God. He got embarrassed. I don't know if he looked in the light. Blinded by the light. I have no idea what happened to that dude, but he got punked that game. He looked soft. He was complaining a lot. Shut up. This is not the time to complain. And uh, they snuck it out with a field goal, too. They snuck it out with a field goal, too. Super impressive. Brady goes down. Down goes Brady. The one thing I hate about Brady is when they're Brady loving every, Brady's Bucks and the Brady's team and Brady's snap. When they lose, though, it's back to the Buccaneers. It's back to the coach's team. It's back to the legacy of the Bucks. Like, nah, bro. You said it was Brady's team all year long, all day long. But now all of a sudden you want to you put it back. Now they're just the Bucks. Now they ain't the Bucks. They're the Brady's team. Brady's team lost. They took that L. They took that L. On a field goal. And I don't know if Shannon Sharp played the ladder that week, but he said 30-27 with a late field goal to win it. And he called it. And uh, even though it was close, I still got to retext all my people like, told you so. Don't just going to lose. And he, and he should have lost the way I said he was going to lose. He should have got blown the LL Cool J out. No business being in that game. Those fumbles were outrageous. You better get yourselves together for next week. But it's still a great game. Three great games I told you about. Three. And then. I'm going to say this wrong and I'm going to butcher it, but you can laugh along with me. The Pierre de Resistance, the icing on the cake, the fireworks were set off in Buffalo and Kansas City game. Oh my God. Oh my God. The best defense in the league versus essentially the fastest offense. I don't know if I can call them the best offense. I don't know what their stats ended up being because they sucked in the first half of the season while the defense was down. But man, this game was all I ever wanted, it's all I ever needed to say, yeah. I, I just was, I couldn't stop watching. I had a chance to get some love at halftime. I said pause on that because I got to reserve my energy for the rest of this game, and I did. She came and checked on me. She said, game's still going. I'm like, we had overtime. Oh, it's so good. Uh, don't worry about me. I got to love it after the game. Don't, don't worry. I didn't pass up completely. But anyway, they were the best show in football. That was better the, the ratings, I think, were $47 million, and then at the end of the game, by the fourth quarter, it got to $51 million, which is the highest-rated playoff game in, like, 30 or 40 years or something, whatever. And it's better than the Super Bowl. I don't know what's going to happen to the Super Bowl. I don't know who's playing the Super Bowl. I know the Super Bowl ain't going to be dudes freaking and juking, having defenders fall over, running through the middle of the field with five dudes chasing them, backyard passing over the middle, scampering up the line for a late field goal to tie it, take it over. I know the Super Bowl ain't going to be that good. That was the best 
game I've seen in a really long time when I don't give a crap about who's going to win it. If Josh Allen would have won, hey, he deserved, you know I mean, Buffalo fans, Bills Mafia, it'd be cool to see them jump through tables and eat fire or whatever they do. Kansas City, Andy Reid used to be my head coach, so I got a little thing with Andy Reid, and I like Patrick Mahomes, hate his family, hate his life choices, hate the people that keeps around him. Ah, but Patrick Mahomes, boy, that's my homie. Patrick Mahomes, chilling with my homie. He's just fun to watch. But that game, Davis, I, I mean... Davis came out of nowhere. Davis came out of nowhere. No one could stop that guy. 200 yards, four touchdowns, eight receptions. Beast. Hill doing what he'll do. 11 catch, 150 yards, one touchdown. And that one touchdown he got, he got thrown up a peace sign. Didn't get a taunting. When the taunting charges because of his peace signing people, I don't understand how it works. But again, at the same time, refs, get that fuck out of the way. Let's play this game. Oh, so good. So good. Sorry for shrieking in your ear. I apologize. Again, the excitement of my heart. But it was just back and forth. And whoever had Josh Allen tails never fails, man, tails failed him because whoever got that ball in overtime was going to win that game. And Kansas City got it, and it was so good. It, they just walked down the field, and it, it was over. The defense is gassed. Defenses are tired. Knowing that the Bills had the best defense in the league, I understand having to chase all game long, all night long. You know, it was kind of cold. The weather wasn't freezing, but it was cold. And Whoever had the ball last was going to score. And a lot of debate came up about overtime. And uh, I'll give you my thoughts on that in a second. But first, let me say, Josh Allen is a beast. This dude did spin moves. He hurdled people. He threw the ball 75 yards in the air. He threw laser slants, cut through the wind. Oh, my goodness. Is he a freak? He is he hasn't gone to Super Bowl yet, so I can't say it. He is everything you imagined Cam Newton could be if Cam Newton progressed and became accurate, consistently accurate all the time. Cam's MVP year, he was running touchdowns left and right, and that was the part that helped him. But, I mean, Allen can run, but he also just has a arm and his accuracy. He's improved so much. He's the prototype for everybody who says, give my guy a chance. He might turn into Josh Allen one day. You never know. Like, that's a comp that people were putting out there on a lot of quarterbacks. And, my goodness, he is amazing. Now, Stephon Diggs fell off the face of the earth. Davis was out there taking up slack. Again, you know, you got to look bigger than the game. He's been double coverage. Coverage is rolling to him, which leaves Davis open because, you know, nobody knows his name. So I get it. I get it. But Diggs, you got to show up, bro. You standing out there like SpongeBob and Patrick in the window watching uh, whatever. No, Squidward. Squidward in the window watching SpongeBob and Patrick having fun outside. You just sat the game last year looking at them all sad. And then you didn't show up tonight. That well, tonight. Like, come on, dude. Seven yards. Three catches, yikes, yikes. Davis balling now. Davis, this is the night of your life. This is this is probably the great, greatest performance of his life. I don't know. I don't know if anybody will allow him to do that again. Somebody gonna be rolling double coverage to his ass next time the game come around for him. Whoo! Such a good game. Now for overtime, when you watch a game like that, you you feel bad that Allen did not get to touch that ball. And as he said, if we would have got the ball, we would have scored. We would have won first too. And I just think to myself. Why don't they just play it out? Play out the whole thing. I know that it's a hard sport and it's rough. I don't care. Play it out. And if it comes down to double overtime, that's when you do the first one to score or whatever and just have it be done with it. But get, give, them, give them the rest of the quarter. They got, they got to be able to touch the ball back and forth. They got to be able to touch the ball back and forth. Or um, I like the suggestion I read, you have to go for two if you get a touchdown, and then the other person has to go for two if they get a touchdown. But everybody gets to touch the ball once. 
So that way, if you get six and you don't get the two points and they get six and they get the two points, they win games over. If you both get it, then you go again and whoever gets the first field goal or whatever goes. But at least you, everybody got touched the ball because I didn't, I didn't want it to end. I didn't want it to end. And that's coming from a guy who was waiting to get his love. And I didn't want that game to end. It was great. Great day in Alonzo morning, even though it was evening. And again, not my teams, not my problem. But Kansas City moves on in overtime. But they took it overtime with a late field goal to win it. Again, field goals, field goals. This again, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm only forty something. So when I said I was eighty something, I'm going to be claiming this the rest of my life. I don't know if there was a greater weekend of three point wins and three point comebacks at the end. It's like I, I just don't know. They scored like twenty five points in fifty two seconds. It was amazing, just amazing. So good, love football. So good. But it's coming to a wrap next week. Who you got? Bengals, KC, San Fran, LA. <laughs> the thing I don't like about the San Fran, LA is they got the two boy wonders. I mean, when you look at the pictures of them when they were really, really young and they were all on Washington's staff and Washington didn't keep or retain any of them, ooh, that's got to hurt. That has got to hurt. But I mean, they couldn't see. It was Washington. But now, LA in LA would be cool. And I wouldn't be mad if they won. Matter of fact, I, I'd want a Bengals-Rams Super Bowl, and I'd want the Rams to win, and the Bengals need to redeem themselves because I think Burrow's going to get at least a Super Bowl in his lifetime. That boy good. That boy good. I believe in Burrow. Uh, but the Rams, I mean, I usually go against my division. But Kansas City already got a Super Bowl. I just like seeing new people get a Super Bowl. I like seeing new franchise. It'd be good for the franchise. It'd be good for the team. Be good. That means it's good for the NFL. So if it ain't me, let it be the Rams, Bengals, and then they could duke it out however they do it. In that game, though, I'd put my money on the Rams. But the 49ers defense is so nasty. I don't even know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit back, relax, and watch. My daughter's got a wrestling tournament on Sunday. I might have to not be a father. I might have to give up. Unless they got good cell service in there. <laughs> I can take my phone. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm just sharing with y'all because we friends. We in here together. It's you and me. You and me together. Loving on football. So a couple of these episodes, I'll be getting more into the basketball. And I will very briefly touch on hockey because my team's a dumpster fire, which means I really don't care about the rest of the league. That sport does the second worst job of promoting itself as a league. And that's crazy to say second. Because the first one is the MLB. Now, the MLB is bigger, better branding, but they don't brand themselves the right way. They're leaving so much on the table by being old, stuffy losers and not enjoying their sport and having fun and trying to bring it into the 21st century. It's actually embarrassing. They have a wealth of content. And they don't display it or disseminate it in any way, shape, or form. That's useful. And when they do, it's antiquated. Let's hire TikTok girls to come and TikTok girls all-star game. Shut up. NBA did that like six years ago, bro. Get out of my face. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble. I'm starting to rant. Going on a long tangent. Again, it's your boy Black Gritty. I'm in these streets. And uh, I'll let your boy get with me. If you want my text line, uh, leave me a message. Leave me a rating on here. Tell me you want the text line. I'll put the text line up. Uh, soon these shows are going to be live. You're going to be able to call in and holler at your boy too. So uh, let me know what you're thinking. Give your boy a rating. And uh, I'm out.